Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for CEO Exclusive, brought to you by Anona Enterprises. Good morning and welcome to CEO Exclusive, where we get emerging trends from CEOs and their most trusted advisors. I'm your host, Soyini Koch. Listen, we love having fast growth companies on our show from various industries, and I'm really excited to have on today's show a fast-growing franchise in the restaurant business, Your Pie. Um, we have their founder and president, Drew, and their CEO, Bucky. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So tell us what's new and exciting in restaurant franchising that you think our CEO listeners should know. New and exciting things in the industry, what we talked about is is really where how technology is disrupting the industry. For restaurants, you don't always think about technology, but over the last eight years, as we've grown as a company, we've noticed that consumer behavior is, is changing given technology. So we're having to, to deal with uh, new emergence of delivery companies, mm. which has been great for us and our customers. But That's like Uber Eats and Grubhub and companies like that. Exactly. Okay. And so the customer's behavior has, has evolved over time and, and technology has, has played a part in that. And we're excited where the, the industry is going. You know, it's, it, it continues to amaze me. And we were discussing this a little bit yesterday in preparation for the interview, how sweeping the technology changes that we're observing in all the industries really are. I, when we scheduled this interview, I did not know that this would end up being another technology show, but it's like technology is everywhere, that it, it is the thing. So exactly how are some of these technologies changing the way that you do, do business? Are you seeing disruption where either you're seeing parts of the industry maybe go away or change? Exactly what's happening? Well, we're we're a pizza place at our at our core, so we still have to make a great pizza. So the technology hasn't changed how we make our food and and take time to make our food the right way. Uh, but what it's doing is just uh, causing us to take notice of how consumers want to do business with us. So just like when credit cards came out and people had to start taking credit cards, now we're seeing there's there's new technologies that consumers want to do business in that way, and it, smartphones is really behind all that. So. We're just as a company trying to make sure that we can provide the great pizza and use technology to to provide the same kind of service on the technology side as we would inside the restaurant was inside the four walls. Mm -hmm. How are you using technology to to differentiate yourself? Because you, I mean, on the surface, you are a pizza restaurant and there are lots of pizza restaurants. How are you special or, or different from other places that, you know, we would think would be competing with you and and is technology facilitating that in any way yeah i wouldn't say that we are hands down the best restaurant in the space using technology i think there's some other brands that have invested a lot more into that space and are leaders in that category we are uh, trying to uh, make sure that we're using technology and new technology to make sure that our operations are, are better um, and so it makes our team members uh, more efficient in which case that allows us to serve our customers better. So we're uh, trying to use technology and make sure we're staying ahead of the curve, but it's an exciting time at YourPie. Yeah. So what would you say is your key differentiating factor and what makes your pie special? You want to take that one, Bucky? Why do I get the hard question? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, uh, we talk about customer experience. We talk about the quality of our food. And over time, uh, I come out of a 20-year experience with a prior food uh, franchise that I was uh, involved in setting up back in 1984. And over time, technology 
all these things that we're talking about ultimately are uh, about who executes the customer experience and the quality of the food consistently over time. So how do we differentiate that? Everything that we do in our world is designed to do one of two things, either increase revenue or decrease expenses. Mm-hmm. And so... You hear that? I know that the, the CEOs listening are nodding, yes. Well, and so every Drew's talking about technology. So much of marketing today is driven by technology and, and the lines between uh, marketing from uh, and technology today are so different than they were in the 80s and 90s when I was building a different brand. How do you differentiate? It's 101 little things. There's no silver bullet that I've ever discovered that says, Eureka, we found it. Uh, This pizza has gold slices on top of it. Uh, You have to do lots of little things very well. Hmm. If you were going to summarize, why do people come to your pie versus any of your other competitors? I would say it starts with with our culture and how we are trying to bring um, our team members up through the ranks and provide a great experience for our team. So the pizza is obviously the best in the industry. We we take pride in having the best pizza in the world. Um, but really, the the team members that we um, take pride in and that we develop and train over time is what we know brings our customers back day in and day out. Because let's be honest, you can get a pizza anywhere. It's a commodity product. Really, what we're doing inside the four walls to get customers excited about their experience with your pie is what, what drives us home. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to make a point. I want to defend Drew's Ford a little bit here. Drew is the uh, uh, probably the most creative pizza guy in the fast casual segment. Mm. Uh, he's been recognized along with another one of our culinary guys, Grant Fox. Uh, we were Drew's on the national pizza team. Did you know there was a national pizza team? I didn't know that. Uh, Drew's a, is a visionary and a creative guy. I'm the business guy, and so when he says it's just a pizza. We're the only fast casual pizza uh, concept that has that kind of culinary recognition. I think we make great pizza. Awesome. And we'll come back to the culture. I want to talk about that in the second segment. But let's go back to the technology thing. Uh, I'm very interested um, on behalf of listeners to understand what technology specifically are you using? You mentioned marketing, but you, but um, Drew, you also mentioned operations. And how do you make the, how did you make the decision on What's like a shiny new object versus which ones were the ones that you actually decided to invest in? How did you take us through that decision-making process? Sure. We were pretty early in the restaurant space to have an app, um, the shiny object, so to speak. And we did, we learned a lot in that process of, you know, technology companies always have things in the sales process, but when they're in development, that means they don't have it. So we, (laughs) we definitely took some lumps early on. Um, waiting on technology uh, when we thought we had something early on. And so that has caused us to take a little bit um, more strategic approach to our technology mm-hmm. and not necessarily trying to be first to market with the technology, um, but to to look around and see what we can do to improve upon that technology or how that technology works with inside our four walls. Because we we're not a technology company where we're just coming out with technology left and right. We need that technology to make sense for our team to make them more efficient or for our customers to make their experience better with your pie. Mm. I think that's very helpful when, when people on the show share what didn't go so great. So I, uh, I really appreciate that. What are some of the technologies you're implementing on the marketing side, Bucky? I'll let Drew answer that. He is our marketing guru. Okay. 
Well, we do have an app. If you go to your pie on the, the app store, um, you can check it out, but we're constantly trying to improve the app. For instance, right now, um, we're looking at geo-targeting on our app, um, improving that model. Um, we're always looking at improving the online ordering experience through our app. So it's it's more about improving the experience over time. And we, we're lucky to have technology partners that are constantly trying to get better as well. And so we kind of ride along with them and, and push them to to do things that our customers are asking for. Mm. Customer experiences come up a lot on the show as well. And as you're thinking about um, the experience you, you want to create, if you can describe for our listeners, what what is the experience you're trying to create and how are you using technology or not? And where have you decided to use technology and where have you used, decided to use kind of more you know, traditional, just good customer service to, to meet those needs? Yeah, I would say that it's more about that experience inside the four walls and about technology for us. When a customer comes in, we really want them to come in running through the front door, like really excited about what's about to happen. The fact that they get to make a pizza any way they want to um, with white wheat or gluten-free dough. There's people that come in in tears because they've never gotten to have a pizza because they have a gluten allergy and now they're able to get a pizza. And so we want them to run in the door because they're so excited about what's about to happen. And then we want them running out the door to go tell their friends and family about the incredible experience they just had. So those are kind of the two bookends of what we're trying to accomplish. And as as Bucky mentioned, there's about 101 little million things um, that we have to do right to make that a reality. And that's the biggest challenge we face every day. But that's why we get up every day and try and get better. Technology uh, in the context of marketing is about interacting with the customer the way the customer wants to do business with you. Uh, the analogy I draw is goes back to the early 90s when the development of the web was happening. Uh, we had a couple of computers in our office and all of a sudden there's the World Wide Web. We developed a website so as to do business with that, at that time, small sliver of the population that wanted to do business that way. So be it on an app, be it from your computer, be it uh, I'm in a hurry and I want to grab a pizza and pick it up. The marketing piece of technology uh, is partly about interacting with a customer the way they want to interact with us. That one customer might one day want to come in and spend 30 minutes and have two beers. Uh, The next day, they may want to pick up something and get it back to the office. The other piece of technology that uh, Drew has worked with our technology guys on is uh, social marketing. When you are a millennial brand, as we certainly are, everything happens in the palm of your hand. Literally, I used to make notes on my hand with uh, a pen, and I call that my palm pilot. Well, (laughs) that now we are using um, smartphones and apps to do everything. What does it mean to be a millennial brand? What does that mean to you? It means I stay confused a lot. (laughs) Well, when we invented fast casual pizza in, in 2008, it was based on uh, the trends in the restaurant industry, um, consumers' behaviors of how they wanted to do business with restaurants. Um, at that time and before that time was changing. Um, they wanted fresh, customizable ingredients. Um, it hadn't been done in pizza. We thought there was a, a space, a void in the marketplace in pizza where we could come in and and have people come in and get exactly what they wanted and go down the line. And that's really what consumers are wanting these days. Fast casual as a restaurant category is the fastest growing category. And we want to be leaders in the fast casual industry, not just in pizza, but 
in the fast casual space and really help drive that category um, as a group. Mm. And I read that you came up with the the idea for this customizable pizza on your honeymoon. Yeah, I was in Italy. Um, worst places to be on on a honeymoon. I was in Ischia, Italy with my uh, high school sweetheart, Natalie, and her family's actually from that island. So mm. we, we, we were very lucky. We got to really live the culture and, and stay with her family on an island in Ischia. Everything was about food and family, and we've taken that back to, to your, the Yorpai culture. Mm. A couple of the things that we understand from CEO Exclusive that really characterizes the, the millennial generation, you mentioned customizable, um, you mentioned the importance of culture um, and convenience. Uh, is there anything else that you'd say really defines the the, the millennial brand that you that you that you're building? I would argue that um, we are we try really hard in our store design and the physical plant mm. that is the store not to be a cookie cutter stamp. Uh, Drew works with each and every one of our franchise owners. As we develop floor plans for stores, we're typically in inline spaces, and therefore our footprint varies a bit from store to store to store, and we're adapting spaces. And so if you visit our Covington, Georgia store, uh, it's in a 120-year-old, uh, what mm. used to be a, a hardware store that has got original brick and original floors, and it looks radically different uh, than the store that we're building right now in Grant Park that's going to be much more of an urban uh, kind of uh, decor to it. Uh, and so we're trying to establish a recognizable brand, but at the same time, millennials don't like chains. Mm. Uh, and so we're trying to make it uh, appealing to the local market. Awesome. So listeners, we're talking to the leadership team from Your Pie, their CEO, Bucky Cook, and their um, founder and president, Drew French. Gentlemen, we usually talk in the second half of the show about how you as a leadership team are kind of forwarding your your mission and how you're building this culture that's allowing you to achieve the kind of fast growth that you just mentioned, Drew. So for our CEO listeners, what's your be- best recommendation on building a culture that allows you to c- accomplish being one of the leaders in fast casual in a, in a very, very competitive market? The very nature of entrepreneurial fast growing companies is that um, it's a little bit like uh, military guys talk about uh, the battle plan is great until the first shot is fired and Mm -hmm. then everything goes haywire quickly. I think one of the things that we've been fortunate to do, and uh, again, I give Drew credit for being um, willing to do it. There is a balance in any business between, and I'll just use one joke that I always use. The salespeople always say, make something we can sell. And the production people always say, sell something we can make. The millennial brand, uh, our office is, I think our aver- I think I by myself uh, bring our average age up about two, two degrees. I mean, they're, they're a young group of energetic, fun people. And that's what makes, they know how their message, their work with our employee group, our team members, our staff, they're the ones that create that buzz, that millennial excitement. But then you got to have the old gray-headed fart like me who is uh, making sure that it makes money and that it makes sense and that we've got the cash flow to support it and all that type of thing. And Drew has been very good about uh, uh, helping me balance those two things. Uh, I look I look puzzled most days when I hear what I refer to as harebrained scheme number 37. Uh, <laughs> but then we talk it through, we figure it out, and uh, we find a balance between 
kind of the the business piece and how you really appeal to that customer that we're trying to reach. Mm. And Drew, you recently brought in Bucky as your CEO. When did you bring him in and take listeners through that that decision uh, to to bring in a CEO with you as the founder? Sure, I've actually known Bucky since I was twelve. So um, <laughs> we've, uh, but when I opened up Your Pie in two thousand eight, I was twenty four. Um, had a what I thought was a great idea, or I wouldn't have done it. Um, Which it's, I think it's proven itself. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's worked out pretty well, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a, a fun ride. But even in two thousand eight, I, I called Bucky up just as a family friend and asked a few questions about franchising because um, he had that experience and I was had the idea and, and wanted to grow as a, a franchise because we truly do believe in local ownership being the right way to grow, um, improving your local community and and doing that with local ownership, we believe is, is the only way or the best way to do that. And so um, over time, our relationship more from, you know, family friend giving me a few pointers to um, what evolved into a, a full-blown partnership, uh, and and he's our CEO. So I do that. I did that because I believe in bringing people in around me that are are better than me at, at things that I can't do or or should do better. And so Bucky um, has been great because he has brought in that experience that uh, I did not have, and has helped us um, help guide the company to uh, where we're at today. And I, I have in a great way. So it's been exciting. Yeah. And Bucky, how do you think of yourself as the steward of Drew's vision and yet being able to push push it, push your pie in the, in the direction that you think is, is, is good as well? If Drew is the visionary, I'm the boring guy that, you know, I deal with HR and supply chain and things of that nature. And that's what I'm good at. That's what I enjoy. Uh, at the end of the day, it's Drew's company, and I've t- told anybody that wants to listen, uh, I retired. I was perfectly happy uh, coaching uh, travel baseball, and uh, I've known Drew and his family. Drew's dad and I are great friends. We were in the Roswell Rotary Club together for 20 years and became social, personal friends. Drew worked for my first business as a seasonal employee, and he said it was the worst job he's ever had. Which, 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 re- which really excites me. Which is why he got revenge by like having you come to work for him. Is that how that is that how that worked? Uh, but but there is a balancing act, as with everything. Uh, at, leadership is uh, situational, hmm. and the personality that I bring to the table is very effective in certain environments and terrible in others. And vice versa with Drew. Uh, and so between, in fact, my running joke is between the two of us, we make one pretty good guy. <laughs> I actually think that that you guys are two pretty good guys. As you think about, you know, the building this culture that you mentioned, uh, how do you, I'm, I'm very intrigued by leadership saying, you know, we have, we want a culture of customer service or whatever it is that you, you know, you espouse in your culture and making sure that in the 46th, location, wherever that is in Texas or California, that, that that culture actually shows up as you articulate it here in Atlanta. For our listeners who are all struggling with the same thing, how do you actually have that happen at your pie? Sure. I mean, we everyone talks about culture and, you know, customer service. And you're right. It, it, it's one thing to have it written on the wall or have it on a piece of paper um, but we feel at your pie we're intentional about it, mm-hmm. and Bucky and I live it every day. Um, so our core values that we live out um, to improve the your pie family is something that we we take time. We 
uh, we, we take energy into that. And we are growing fast, but we're not the fastest growing brand. And that's on purpose. We, we believe that culture over time is more important than fast growth. And we believe we'll get the growth if, if we maintain a culture. And it is a, biggest, the, a very big challenge to maintain culture as you grow. Um, because the people that have been there 10 years get it and understand it and have lived it. And then sometimes the newer, the newer people um, don't always understand it. And you've got to bake that into your, your training and, and the time you spend with individual franchisees and their team. But really, it's about team member experience. We have to be the best first place, the f- best first job. So uh, Bucky jokes that I said um, his, my job with him was the worst job I ever had. We want our the the people that work for your pie for it to be their best job, the best place to work, and also have a development program in place where if somebody chooses to be with your pie for their whole lives, that we have that growth potential um, all the way up. So that's what we're focused on. And and are we hitting that every day? I would say no, mm-hmm. but that's what keeps me up at night and keeps me waking up every morning to try and maintain it and keep it keep it going. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bucky? So what are your thoughts on how to get, you know, the person in California to do what you want the, you know, do the same thing that people in Atlanta are doing? The, I think, I think you said it very well. The, that's the hardest thing that we do. Uh, the franchise owner is by definition invested literally, uh, emotionally and financially in the success of that operation. And so how do you um, get the line member, the person making pizza, the person tossing the dough? to do what I refer to as drink the Europe pie Kool-Aid. There are a number of tools that we have that are designed to facilitate that. Uh, some are more effective than others, and, and it really is driven by the franchise owner. Uh, we can do that with the franchise owner. We don't see. We will be there physically on site for the training of that first group, but with the turnover that is inherent uh, to the uh, fast casual pizza business, uh, that second and third generation of people we won't necessarily be in front of every day. In fact, to the contrary, we won't. So uh, back to Drew's point, it's about partnering with people as franchise owners who share our values. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we say it to them when they come when they come to visit with us to uh, have serious conversations, I refer to it as speed dating. Uh, we are looking for people that w- we think of your pie as one of our children. And we look at them and say, will you raise our child in California as well or better than we could because you live there? Uh, and if you can do that and if you'll make that commitment to us, then we'll, we'll have this conversation. If, if you're just not serious about really caring about your employee, uh, about caring for your customer, then let's be honest about that now and we're both better off. So. It really is about partnering with the right franchise owner who, uh, franchise owners who really share that passion for uh, looking after the customer because looking after the customer is done typically by 20 to 30-year-olds uh, that we have to make sure they see the vision that we see. And it comes up a lot on, on the show that picking the right people, whether or not it's as an employee or a, as a franchisee, um, is the start of having the culture turn out the way that you want it to turn out. How do you go around about actually identifying that they have the right values? Like, what do you actually do to tell whether or not somebody's a fit? We talk with them. Okay. Uh, we don't, uh, we've never awarded a franchise to uh, anyone that we haven't personally met. Uh, we, we bring all of them into Atlanta. We meet with them. We spend time with them. We do background research on them. Uh, 
Uh, it really, when you get right down to it, is a gut feeling about the person across the table from you. And frankly, they're doing the same thing. Uh, th- there's a lot of fast, casual pizza concepts. There's a lot of franchise opportunities. They're they're looking at us to see if we have a shared value, if we if we fit the profile of what they're trying to do as well. Have you ever had a situation where you picked somebody that wasn't a good fit? And how could you tell? And how did you how did you correct? Absolutely. Uh, what we say all the time, uh, we bat probably about 85%. Many times, it's not because they're not great people, and it's not because they don't have the shared values and they don't behave the way we want them to or that they thought they would. They get into this despite all the warnings to the contrary and find out it's just not the right thing for them. That happens. I'm sure you've had a job that you were in at some point in time that you felt the same way about. And so when that happens, um, yeah, we work with them for, it's not, I don't even call it corrective, but just career counseling, if you will. And if we really feel, feel like we've got a square peg in a round hole and it's just not going to work, then part of our, our support and service to our franchise communities to help them transition out of a small, being a small business owner, help them find a buyer, help them work with landlords, whatever we've got to do to, uh, to help navigate a soft landing, given that they're in a role that just doesn't fit for them. Mm, great. So uh, what do you anticipate moving forward for, for your pie? You know, as you continue to grow, you mentioned that you want to be one of the fastest growing in the fast casual space. What's, what's, what, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm excited about a, we're working on our 4.0 model. We're in our 3.0 model right now. And uh, we have some exciting things that, that have come about um, with franchisee input. We, we listen to our franchisees and, we recognize that we have opportunities to get better. And so that's what we're working on right now is how are we getting better inside the four walls of the, the restaurant and then adding technology to that um, to allow us to do that. So I can't spoil any any secrets, but be looking for some exciting things that are gonna, not only going to change your pie, but I believe really change fast casual pizza and that other people can can continue to look at what we're doing mm. and and model their businesses after your pie. Great. Thank you. Well, uh, folks, we've been talking with um, Bucky Cook and Drew French from Your Pie. Uh, This is CEO Exclusive. I'm your host, Soyini Coke, and I hope you have a prosperous, productive, and very profitable week. Thanks. This show is brought to you by Anona Enterprises, where strategy is your access to money and performance. Learn more at anonaenterprises.com.